0: Episode number 150 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you just told me that you're, you're, you're certainly, well, firstly, you're sporting a, a Team GB t-shirt on for obvious reasons. But secondly, it looks like you're, you're drinking a, a bottle of special brew there with a percentage of, of the alcohol there. Holy moly. How I mean, it's,
1: it, it's all about the Olympics, Kyle. That's why maybe that maybe I've got a special strong beer out for the to celebrate the fact that the games have commenced. We're yeah. we're off and running at Tokyo. We've got Britain's first gold today on Monday, the 26th of July. So, yes, yeah, all oh, right, I'm super excited. I feel really in the mood now. It's all it's all kicking off this morning, isn't it? You know,
0: your, your man Alex Yee in the, the triathlon smashing, smashing a silver medal there, the most, the, the mo- most modest. Man, I've ever met. Uh, not actually, I haven't met him. I, you know, <laughs> so, to interviews, you know. Uh, first things first, though, priorities. He phoned his mum straight away to let him know oh, that. Good lad, what a good lad for, for his mum to say. I'm awful proud of you, young Alex Lee. So, congratulations uh, on behalf of the TRS uh, hosts and no doubt the listeners for a fantastic triathlon performance there. And then this morning we had uh, your, what was your, was Tom uh, Tom
1: right? Well, let's, let's stick to sports that were, no, we'll get to the dime, but Tom Goodcock right. in the mountain biking. Oh, that I know, eh? was, I mean, unbelievable. This yeah. like, and you know, I, you know, as runners, you're used to hard, you kind of relate to sports where it's a hard endurance effort. And I've never really appreciated mountain biking, maybe as much as I should have, or cross-country mountain biking as it was. And to watch these boys go hammering tongs on that course for an hour and a half, I, I didn't realize it was an hour and a half. It's a... Hell of a feat. And you look at him, he's a oh. lean, lean athlete. And just yeah. 21 years old, different class. And uh, huge, huge respect to that. I, and that's remember, he was the lad who did the lockdown 5K, where it was, I think it was a, a bullshit time. I either stop starting his watch or whatever. And there was that oh, chat yeah. and done something ridiculous guy. quick. Same guy, yeah. No he's obviously a, just an animal. And oh, I was blown time, away by that.
0: He probably did do that time.
1: <laughs> exactly, I, mean, yeah. was,
0: I think he was also meant to... He was. He also got called up, or had the choice to do the road cycling as well, didn't he? Well, yeah. Nice. So he's an absolute machine. But I, what, what struck me about the mountain biking was there's, there's a lot of technical. It's very technical as well. You know, having to go over rocks and oh. trees and trunks, all that kind of jazz, all that junk, which is uh, impressive. But anyway, I'm gonna have. I've got a mini rant, Tom. Now, go for the it. Rant is right. The the timings of the Tokyo Olympics are like. The, the silly o'clock for you know British summertime just now. Absolutely yeah. silly o'clock. But you know, I've got I'm having to get my own lazy arse up in you know and 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 watch these finals and things because of social media. People that people oh. are, you wake up in the morning, people are throwing the results about willy-nilly, knowing that people haven't watched it because you know they've got they've got a life, they've got to work, they've got to get up early. But these people are like just, oh, it was amazing. Great, great. That was a fantastic gold by Tom, Tom Dalier. a fantastic gold by, uh, who's your man? Petey, you know, Petey, <laughs> yeah. this, this morning I had to watch it. You know, in fact, I didn't have to watch it. Debbie dragged me out the bed to watch this, three, you know, this final breaststroke, 100 metre final at 3.02 a.m. Because if I looked at social media and she saw that, I, I saw Petey got a gold and I told her she would kick off. There would be in <laughs> about hours. So So um, that's my rant, folks. So any of you who watch it at silly o'clock in the morning and then go on Facebook and just start sharing it, screw you. Yeah,
1: that's not cool. I'm I'm, I'm a big anti-spoiler person, as, the, oh, anti- as exactly. the boys in some local WhatsApp groups will know. I'm not... A, a fan of it and, and it's difficult and I, I think um i think it's one of those things where you need to be you're always going to have it the, actually you could blame the person stay my message you would be stay off social media if you don't want to know like I think, I, you so, I
0: think know I, i'm going to do a tommy as well and just get get the hell off social media and you know just because because i you know it's it's there's something exciting about you know watching a final but yeah, see when it control, it's
1: so frustrating well, it's not it's not the same is it and actually i was a bit annoyed because i i uh i got to work this morning and i was planning to i, I knew a couple of hours of sort of focused time at work i was going to just put my f- stream on my phone the playback of the uh of the mountain biking on my my phone while i was working just to follow it and i'd been sat down for like 10 minutes and like the 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 managing director of the, the digital factory where he came in and he said uh, oh Tom did you see Pincock won gold I'm like come oh, on man oh, come, come, on. On. come on what's why why do it's, you like, do... you know, it's like it's it half past eight why why what? tell me that you know uh, anyway
0: watch it before the you know it's 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 just uh, yeah so any listeners think about however people feel you know try not to share your your love that you've just watched this final
1: and and uh yeah anyway i would say maybe maybe the listeners should be stay away from the trs twitter account because we'll talk we're going to talk a lot about olympics tonight that's the main theme of the show um but we do also have a guest on uh who's 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 in the waiting room so i've got to i'm going to pass it to you carl to really tee up the tee up this week's guest well well basically we we have luke ivory on the show now
0: some of you will be like who the hell's luke ivory now I, I, you know, there's, there's a few kind of links we have with Luke. Is first, first things first is the, the, the theme tune, the end the outro is our man, Ali McIver. Now, Ali McIver's, Ali McIver's nephew is uh, Ali Sutherland, who was on the show when he ran his 50 marathons in 50 days. And Ali Sutherland, uh, Luke Iver is Ali Sutherland's brother, I believe. And he essentially he ran and smashed the North Coast 500 record, not by cycling, not by driving, but by running um, almost 100 miles a day. And uh, we're going to get him on the show to chat all things North Coast 500. So without further ado, here is Luke Ivory.
2: Hi, Luke. How you doing? All right? All right. Not too bad. Can you oh, hear me okay? Oh, we can, Absolutely. loud and clear. Welcome uh, to the
0: show. But
3: Cheers.
0: Thanks, uh, thank you for coming on the show, Luke. It's, um, I, I'm getting a little bit of deja vu here. You look awful similar to Ali. Uh, when when we had him on the show a few months ago, uh, talking okay. about his, his 50 marathons in 50 days, I think it was. Was it? Is that right? 51, I think he went oh, for a double 52. on the final day. Why do fifty? fifty one, and I think it was yeah. a notch as well. Eh? So, uh, but I'm I'm gonna say I, I've I, I've got I've probably got to say that I think you've out, out you've you've outrun your your brother with uh, an epic result challenge the North Coast five hundred uh, breaking absolutely smashing the record which was uh, you know held by. Uh, you know a phenomenal runner in his own right um a team gb athlete world record holder william sickle who's from the shetland isles now you know you, you didn't just smash it by a few hours you smashed his record by days <laughs> which which is amazing so but before we go into like the and stuff just um yeah just tea tee us up about you know you as a as a runner and you know are, are you even a runner do you, do you do you run you know we I don't know much about you Luke you know I, I know about Ali but not much about you so just tee yourself up if you don't mind
2: yeah well I'm definitely a, a bit of a runner I don't think you could set an FKT like that without <laughs> yeah. putting in a good few <laughs> years exactly. of yeah. building a solid base so absolutely yeah Yeah, I've been uh, doing ultramarathons for a few years now uh I've not competed much, and, but I haven't competed in a, a race in Scotland for about six or seven years, so it's probably not surprising that no one here's has uh, heard of me. Shadows, uh, I've yeah. spent a lot of time traveling, and I was recently staying out in Canada for a year, and I was traveling a lot in Latin America, so okay. I actually just came back to the UK last February, right. uh, so yeah, I've, that was just at the start of lockdown, I started a new job, so I have not actually raced in over a couple of years now. So, uh, yeah. my next race is in Snowdonia. I'm mentored for the Alta Trail Snowdonia. So, I was just there. Uh, that had been postponed from June to uh, to September. So, yeah. the NC500 FKT was something I'd been thinking of for, for a while. And then I just decided to kind of go and do it in the summer. I thought it'd be a bit tight to run it now and try and recover for Snowdonia in September. But yeah, yeah I've been there. Uh, although I've not competed for the last couple of years, yeah, I've been putting in some solid training blocks, so I, kn- I knew I was ready for it. So yeah. What I'm was in the inspiration
1: behind that? When what What made you think... I really fancy, I think I can have a crack at the North Coast 500. I didn't even know that really was, I wouldn't even thought of that as being an FKT. Where did the inspiration for that come from?
2: Well, I'd been thinking about doing a multi-day FKT attempt for a while because I've always kind of been interested in going further rather than faster. I guess that's why I got into ultramarathons in the first place. And I just kind of thought, well, yeah, Could be good at 100 mile races, 24 hour races, but one of my main strengths seemed to be recovering quickly and being able to go again. So I was just uh, trying to think of what multi-day FKT to go for, something that yeah could be near where I live or something that looked like quite a good route. And I just came up thought about the NC500 because you hear about it all the time now people Mm -hmm. are always going on about it whether it's for good or bad reasons (laughs) and uh, so I just thought yeah I wonder if anyone's run that yet and then I looked and saw that William Sitchell had set an FKT and I thought well that's good I want to run a route that's already got an established record and it looks uh, fairly achievable so I just thought given the the distances I'd been running and training that looked like the ideal route and it was something I was quite confident setting and yeah well I saw uh, Dan Lawson set the John O'Groats to Land's End FKT uh, last year I thought that's something that I should probably have a crack at one day so I thought the cool. NC500 was like a kind of the perfect course as a bit of a stepping stone for uh, the jog effort. Amazing, amazing.
0: Now, you know, I support, you know, just, uh, I, I've kind of teed William Sickle up, but for any of the listeners who don't know who he is, obviously just have a look at his, uh, you know, he's his got a Wikipedia, that's how good this guy is, numerous <laughs> records, um, so he, he, the, the guy's a legend, um, but he, yeah, he obviously ran the North Coast 500 mile, which I think, I, I don't know what the record was, what was the record? before it's
2: you- uh yeah it's actually like 516 miles and the fkt was eight hours 19 days and about 17 minutes something like that yeah so it's then i've in days, like five hours. days
1: eight, and eight, eight, uh, 23
2: hours. hours
1: okay but can i just add he was about fifty. he was about 60 when he did it was
2: he not so he was in his early 60s yeah so
1: which is incredible i mean yeah. mm-hmm. unbelievable The legend of the sport. I've got
0: to say, he was in the '60s, but he's, uh, you know, I think as as uh, these ultra runners age, they also become far more resilient and (laughs) able to last for 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 that. You lose a bit of
2: speed, but you still gain endurance. I think Willie Sitchell's still running five thousand kilometer races, so he's (laughs) certainly able to slog his way around the course day after
0: day. Yeah. So, I mean, explain a little bit about the North Coast Five Hundred just for the listeners, because I'm I'm sure some people won't. You know, most people know what it is, but what's the you know what what's it like to run it? You know, it's obviously just five hundred sixteen miles, eight hundred and thirty kilometers. Yep. Um, you know, what's
2: to, around the north of Scotland essentially? Does so it start yep. and
0: end in, in Inverness? Is that? Yeah, is that
2: what... I think because it's a loop course, technically yep. you could start and end wherever you wanted, but yeah. uh, the traditional way to do it is to start and end in Inverness Castle. So, I guess for any tourists coming up from the south, Inverness would be the first port of call, anyway. Yeah. So, basically, it's just a tourist route that was set up for like car trips. It wasn't designed for running. Uh, So, most people drive it. There's been a few cyclists doing it. I think the FKT has been beaten more often on bike. Yeah. Uh, I've I haven't heard of anyone else having a go at the running FKT, although someone has got in touch with me to tell me that they're starting on August the 13th. So hopefully it could pick up a bit and become a more popular running route as well. Are they going for the FKT or are they... uh... Well, he was planning on going for Willie Sitchell's FKT, so uh, um, really sorry, he hasn't yeah. said for sure if he's still going to go for my new one. He did say mention how I'd raised the bar, so I'm not sure if he's still going to for that. It's it's an extra marathon a day, so if he's not been training to do that kind of mileage, it could be a bit difficult to change yeah. your plans at this stage. Yeah. As you
1: yeah. know, just on the course. So as Kyle was asking, I mean, I I've ridden a, I've ridden some of the course on on a bike, as you would say on the. On the the west side, and that it's just strikes me as lumpy. I'm not even just talking about Belaknabah; I'm yeah. talking about that whole. The road just seems to be a, a little roller coaster. I mean, how There's, did you how did you find that?
2: Uh, well, it, it was challenging at times because uh, I didn't really do my research enough. It was a lot more hilly than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I've done a lot of the route before. I mean, I'm from Sutherland, but I'm from the east coast, so okay. I, I knew that bit was going to be flatter, but yeah, like days two, three, and four were all like uh, very hilly. There was a lot of elevation gain. I think the total elevation gain, hang on a second. I did look it up earlier today. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's definitely a lot hillier than the uh, Jog. I think, uh, yeah, it was something like 10,600 metres elevation gain in total. There's a few things online that that varied a bit in their estimation. But yeah, so that was over like six days. So not insignificant for elevation gain. So yeah, I should have really done my research a bit better on that so that I knew what was expecting. I knew there was going to be a few big kills, but then I wasn't really expecting some of the parts of the course where it was just never ending up and down smaller hills, uh, which, which all add up as well. So yeah, I kind of thought because I'd been training for the Snowdonia race, which is like a hundred mile or ten thousand five hundred meter elevation gain, I thought, well, I'm going to be well enough prepared for the hills anyway. But it still would have made sense to have known exactly what hills <laughs> were coming. And then, uh, but then if I'd have known that, I might have scaled down my ambitions because I was basing uh, my six day attempt on, yeah, a, a slightly less hilly course, but I still managed to squeeze it and. And, and under six days, I'm looking at your
0: Strava, Luke, and uh, yeah, like you know when you you go to the activities between the certain period, and, you know, your, yeah, the average for the last four weeks has been 300 miles, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's um, wh- what what was the decision then to go clockwise? Things like that fascinate me. Was there a reason? Was that, or was that just because default?
2: Yeah, I was going to go anti-clockwise because the bit I most. Well, Uh, I was dreading was the A9 and the traffic in the road and having Ah. loads of lorries going past me. So at first I thought, get that out the way early while I'm still fresh and it might be a bit safer. But then as it got closer to the event, I thought, actually, I might just be a bit too tentative and slow going up the A9 at the beginning. Maybe it would be better if I just went anti-clockwise and saved the traffic from the end. Then I know if I'm ahead of schedule and the record's on, I'll just not give a damn about the traffic. I might be too <laughs> to worry about it. And also, uh, I come from Brora, which is just 60 miles north of Inverness, so that would be on like, the final day or second last day of the route I would get a chance to go through my home village. So it turned out I think I was right to change it because it was quite good to go through Brora on the final day. And I was right that yeah I was too knackered to really give a damn about the traffic and so it didn't really slow me down or bother me in the slightest. Being at the end, but if it was if it was a bit earlier, I might have been jumping on the verges and waiting for lorries to go past a bit ah. more and let, allowed it to slow me down a bit.
0: Blimey. Did you have any support in, or was it? Did you have anyone? What you know was it a? a yeah, up- I
2: had a, quite a threadbare uh, crew. It was a uh, one person in the van. So that was it driving yeah. around with all the food and water. So uh nice. he was a bit overworked, you know. It it's probably it would have been better for a crew of two or three. Uh but yeah, yeah. so it was uh early rises and late nights for him. He worked oh. quite hard. And yeah. my brother Ali came out at the weekend to do a bit of pacing as well, and nice. he also turned up in the last day as well. Yeah. Uh, so he ran like the last 50 odd kilometers in the last day. So that was quite good. I'd, I'd kind of presumed he'd taken the day off work when he turned up on a Tuesday <laughs> night in the last day, but but he hadn't, so he basically uh, drove up to Inverness, then hitchhiked up to 10, ran the last 60, 50, 60k with me, finished at three <laughs> in the morning, and then drove back to work. And so, what a day.
0: hero! <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <That> <laughs> yeah. you so, go ahead, girl. I was just wanting to talk about your, um, you know, just your sheer. What, what was it like you know I mean that's five hundred and twelve miles um you know in just under six days so that's that's an average of just under hundred miles a day now again you know just looking at you that's phenomenal like to to run that to run a hundred miles almost a day is absolutely it was eight, seven better. miles I think it was okay so was that within no, was that 18 hours or something? What was that? What was what did you what was your roughly?
2: Thing? I was aiming to finish uh, near to midnight and start about four in the morning each day. In reality, it was probably more like about half past 11, I was finishing, and about half past four, I was starting. It always took yeah. me a bit longer to get going than I thought, yeah. Uh, yeah, so didn't get as much sleep as i would have liked that was uh, the other big mistake i made Uh, i should have brought a better mattress in the van but uh i I just made do with like a a small camping air mattress and it wasn't good enough so i didn't get any sleep before day one just uh, stayed out in the van near the castle and didn't sleep a wink and maybe averaged about two hours a night if i'm lucky and like at the end of day four i didn't I only got about 20 minutes sleep that night oh as my well. God. Day five. It was a real struggle. Ah, so yeah, sleep deprivation was the main problem. I was battling all around the route, so I could have definitely have done a bit better if I had my sleeping arrangements arranged a bit better. And what about right. fueling? Yeah, it was, a well, I, most of the app hills I took as an opportunity to take walking breaks and eat and drink as much as I, I could whilst I was walking uphill. I, st- I took the odd like half hour to hour break, which maybe a bit long. Uh, I thought I'd rest a bit now and again. I was tired, but yeah, uh, next time I think I would probably cut that to minimum or just have all my breaks, uh, just walking breaks, keep at least walking all the time throughout the day and eat and drink whilst I walk. So yeah, it was basically I just throw anything in whenever I felt like it. Oh,
0: boy, oh, boy. That's I'd incredible. Now, you know, I'm looking at, obviously you're obviously a hugely talented runner um, and you're hugely versatile to be able to do something like that. Is Has there been any, what's your, you know, I'm looking at the record of, you know, like John O'Groats to to Land's End. Now, you know, your man, Dan Lawson's got the record. And yes. is, that, is that something, based on the fact that you can run for so long each day, is that something that you've thought about Having a
2: crack at yeah, that's uh, possibly my next big goal. There, I think my NC five hundred FKT compares quite favourably with Dan's uh, uh, Le Jog FKT. I was going to he say yeah. He averaged one hundred forty two k a day. I averaged one hundred thirty nine k a day. So it's oh. just like three kilometers, two miles difference. Yeah, but uh, uh, looking at the elevation gain in uh, joggle, it's. 12,750 elevation over 10 days, NC500s 10,600 over six days. So uh, been... joggles four days longer, but there's significantly more elevation in the NC500. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I would say that kind of evens itself out. So wow. I didn't know this at the time, but I, I said to Mary Firth Radio that my next FKT attempt was going to be John O'Groats to Land's End, or vice versa, actually, I'll finish in John O'Groats because I'm, I'm from Borough around the far north. Nice. And then uh, I was interviewed the next day by Fraser Klein, you might know uh, the, yeah. the runner and journalist. Oh,
1: oh yeah, we know. PRS host yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> and he let me know that, there, he just says, oh, I presume you know there's been this uh, UK end-to-end championship set up uh, for to see who runs lands into John and Goats the fastest over the next like year and a bit. Oh, wow. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't know that. So uh, Fraser sent me a couple of uh, links to articles and at the same time uh, the guy who's organizing the event also uh, got wind of my, my press release stating my intentions to uh, run an FKT attempt so he also invited me to his championships so wow. basically it starts August the 1st and there's already a couple of people out in the course who'll finish after August the 1st and it's a uh, well he's just extended it actually to 1st of July 2023 so any point over the next two years anyone who does joggle or la jog can enter these championships and there'll be oh, wow. prizes for first man first woman and different categories i think he said he's aiming to get a 100 grand uh, prize pot with 35k oh. for first man and first woman and he's had interest from some of the best americans pete coston wow. like heaven but there's all sorts of controversies over the The Guinness World Record still having Andy Rivett's time in nine days and two Mm -hmm. hours. Uh, So the fact there's two different record claims, that seems to be putting off the sponsors. And uh, Mm. so he's not sure if he can get the best Americans over because of the controversy over the record and the fact that he might not get the prize money and sponsorship he wants, but then he might not. It'll be more difficult to get that sponsorship and prize money if the best Americans and mm-hmm. other international runners aren't coming. So, at right. the moment, we don't really know who all is going to enter this race over the next couple of years or so whether Dan Lawson or I'll have another crack at it. But I've decided to throw my hat in the ring. Good man, like anyway. yeah. it. Ah, well,
1: let but us know be, how you get on because yeah, well, uh, let us know more importantly, let us know when you're doing it. Because, uh, that honestly, yeah. we would love if I mean, Kyle's in the country, I'm not in country, but if we're there, we'd be, we'd love to come and roadside give you a, a clap, uh, and uh, maybe something to eat. <laughs> so,
0: yeah.
2: Well, I'll I'll be looking for Pacers as well because at um, the moment you, my brother Ali is the only Pacer I've got on the team. So. Well, let us know because yeah. our
0: listener base is, uh, you know, it's it's all over the country. So you mm-hmm. know. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, use our platform to to let us know if you need any help. because I can. Yeah. Promise will you now. do. The community, the TRS community, are amazing, and they'll they'll come out in there, there mm-hmm. are they're they're
1: they're 10s they're tens, they're, they're tens
0: yeah. to, to help you out. You know, throw you some beer, whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll they'll be there for you. Tartan, yeah, that's great. Well. I tell you what, what if you if you um, what's what can we say here? You you can wear a pair of our... tartan. We'll give you a pair of tartan running shorts to wear. And we'll spot TRS will sponsor you. We'll be your your media your media sponsor absolutely
1: that's yeah.
2: excellent now I've got a short sponsor and my uncle volunteered to buy me a couple of pairs of socks and be my oh,
1: we'll sort of throw some socks in as well don't you worry that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. but I mean what's um but yeah seriously we'd love to get in because what what really struck me is it, the coverage was quite minimal I don't know if it's because I'm not in Scotland at the moment and I'm, I'm not seeing this sort of thing but it, it seemed to go it fly below the radar. Um, so you're obviously you've made your your name's definitely out there now. So the show,
2: yeah, well, the, the next one no one had coverage. heard of me, and I didn't really do any work to publicise it beforehand. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the, uh, the next the next well, one will be publicised a lot more. Yeah, brilliant. Well, other but, than
0: that, then I think you know it was short and sweet, but uh, you've certainly inspired. Certainly, me. Um,
1: maybe not. Nah, to, uh, no, uh, you've inspired me. I mean, I, I'm don't doing wrong. I'm not going to run the North Coast 500, but it's inspired me to 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 to, uh, to be my best self. That's imp- I'm really impressed, and I, and also fact, I'm impressed by the attitude that you've got time to find as well. That's that's brilliant. You know, if you to do it. Yeah. So and on that point, if you have to go next year,
2: what would be the one thing you'd change? Uh, well, I have a larger through and better sleeping arrangements, get a proper mattress nice. in the van so that yeah, get a more comfortable okay. sleep.
1: Maybe TRS can sponsor your mattress then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's certainly possible, yeah. Well before so, you go,
0: as as we say with all our interviews, we've got a few quickie, quick fire fartlic type questions. Um yeah. so we're not gonna leave you we're not gonna leave you before we, we, we give you these you know these questions. So what's your what's your favorite running shoe? My favorite running what running shoe. What, did, what shoe. did you
2: wear? Yeah. Or what did you wear on your feet in the, the day? Yeah. Uh well I actually quite often uh, wear barefoot style shoes, so like five and five fingers oh. or like zero sandals and things didn't like I... that. Uh, uh, hell, at the moment for my road running, um yeah, wearing like anything zero drops, I'm wearing the right. ultra escalantes. I think they're called. Not always yeah. great. I remember names of my shoes, but yeah, yeah anything like zero drop a minimalist is uh, what I go for. Yeah. Did you, you wear got that? Four,
1: in- you've got four percent to find a loan if you put a plate
2: <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get
0: yourself a carbon shoe, you'll be you'll be <laughs> exactly and <laughs> yeah. your time.
1: Jeez, oh, I'm, I'm blown, blown away by blow, barefoot shoes. Wow. Yeah. Tom, what's what is your, next question? Uh, next question. What is your favorite town? On the North Coast
2: 500 route, I think I can guess what it's going to be. <laughs> well, Broa was definitely the best in terms of support. Anyway, <laughs> that's the only place I had a lot of people actually turn out uh, to greet me. Yeah, uh, in terms of the scenery, my favourite part was probably between Torridon and Pool U and Kinloch mm, U. Oh, yeah, nice. about yeah. that part was maybe my favourite in terms of scenery. Nice. Have you got a favourite uh, running hero? Uh, not really. Maybe Al Howie. Uh, he's oh, not yeah, that I'll well known you, yeah. in Scotland. Scots Canadian. But when I moved out to Victoria and Canada, yeah. it turned out that's where he lived for years. So uh, oh, really? my last girlfriend's uh, father actually knew him, but oh, really? unfortunately he'd passed away just a couple um, of years before I arrived yeah. in Victoria. Otherwise, I, I might have got to meet him. See the so yeah, likes of Al well, Howie, Don Ritchie, yeah. Giannis Kouros, You know the one, the ones that went that bit further and multi-day runs. You know nice. the ones, the modest ones. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite race? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe ask me in a few years after I have run a few more. <laughs> uh, I mean, UTMB is the one I would want to run in Europe. Uh, in north america i'd quite like to give hard rock and lead fill a go but a favorite one that i've run is definitely caballo blanco in mexico i ran that a couple of years ago that was quite a special event and i was hoping to do the copper canyon's hundred mile run this year it was I, i was almost set to go but now it looks like i'm going to be starting a new job and i'll just have to prioritize work and yeah, taking enough time off of work to train and run races. I, I don't think I'll make it out to the Copper Canyons after to marathon running this year, but that's a new 100-mile race in northern Mexico. So that are mental. Blanco races there, they're, they're sure. quite good. Yeah.
0: You what can't be goals? running with any, the Tara uh,
2: If you, if you please, need, need
0: please. any um, advice, you know, I, I've done it, albeit very slow, and Tommy's crew that he, he was my crew, so uh, yeah so yeah, yeah, no go. We'll, we'll, we'll,
1: if you ever get into it, we'd love to come out. Yeah, In fact, I'm, over, I'm actually over in France now, so that if uh, yeah, so that if you if you find in the next two years that you've got you need a crew at short notice, give me a shout. I'm on so the drive away.
2: UTMB. You mean yes, ah. yeah. Well, the Snowdonia race, race is meant to be modelled in UTMB, so that should give me a good indication. Oh, ah, interesting. Where I can go. So after that, I mean, what I'm thinking next year is I'm not sure whether. To prioritise the the Jog FKT or try and get a qualification race to get into UTMB as soon as possible because I'd like to run it next year but that's probably not likely. I think I'm too late but I'll need to prioritise getting into the the year after. So we'll just have to spend a bit of time planning planning mm-hmm. my diary and try try to fit in hundred mile mountain races alongside multi day flat races isn't easy to fit in all the training for the two different disciplines but bet, it's going to yeah. have to be done. The
1: jog. That's, that's the if you want my two cents, go for the Le jog. That's right. the, that's what we want to see now. Now yeah. that we, we all that's what
3: everyone wants yeah. to see what we can do. Exactly. On well
2: now that the championships has been created and there's talk of getting the best Americans like Mike Wardian and uh Pete Kostelnik and Camille Heron over yeah that's a that's a decent car at uh, Kind to of go for it. Right.
0: Well, but before you go, I've got one more question. This is probably the most important question to ask. Is uh, I'm not sure you're a drinker. I haven't asked the question, but uh, it can sometimes offend people. But nonetheless, I'll <laughs> ask it anyway. So, what's your favourite? What's 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 your fast? What do you think you could run a beer mile in? Have you heard of a beer mile?
2: Is that well a, a mile after the beer or no? No, what's no. So after you run you
0: down a you down a pint and then you run. 400 meters, you're down another pint and so on. Four pints and four laps of, of a track. All well, right. You could run that. The
1: other end of the spectrum in terms of distance for you. Yeah. I've never
2: tried. I normally prefer to jog slowly after a beer because I can get a bit <laughs> of heartburn. Like, yeah, I've never tried running a fast mile after yeah. a beer. So that would be interesting. You get like DQ'd if you throw it back up. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. The haggis <laughs> spanks you. Sunder is, yeah. is a DQ, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah, okay. I don't know. I had maybe smashed one out in six minutes, maybe. But oh, yes, that's nice, something need I like it. To try.
1: <laughs> what would you be? What would your beer of choice?
2: Ooh, well, it might have to be something with minimal bubbles, maybe a pale ale or something would nice. be easiest to, to run it on. Very
0: good. I love it. I love it. Well, well, look, it's been phenomenal having you on. Yes, and, thank uh, you. It's uh yeah, you've been absolutely top banter and you've inspired yeah. both tom and i to to run hundreds of miles for for the fun of it and uh, you never know you might see us lining up at little jog champs one day uh, yeah yeah we'll pay for half a mortgage hopefully if we win it you never know well that. that's it
2: i think some of the people out in the course now are just aiming to do it in 20 30 days a marathon a day yeah. so you know it's it's not just elite runners everyone's that kind of does mm-hmm. it when they're hot in the ring. So there should be a good leaderboard with ah, lots of different lot standards of, of people. Phenomenal.
0: Well, Luke, thank you so much for having, yeah, been on the show and, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, be progress and yeah, keep in touch. So good luck. Yeah, thanks. Very good much, luck buddy. in Snowdonia. When it comes. Thanks
2: a lot for your time, guys. Pleasure speaking to you. Hope to thanks, keep buddy. in touch. Speak Bye soon. Bye. <laughs>
0: Wow, that was uh, so. That was Luke Ivory.
1: That was that was excellent. I and mean, you know, I was. I have to admit, I had I I'd never even I was unaware of this until about fifteen minutes before the show tonight. So uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm in awe of that. Uh, bonkers. I like the little jog. It's one of those things I can't get my head around. Like the UTMB as well. I just can't I can't get my head round of of running on twenty minutes sleep and whatnot. Maybe I'm not. I know. I
0: think
3: well, it's uh, it,
1: you've got well, to be a certain so. you've got
0: to have a certain mindset and personality for that. It'd be great to you know to you know what, what's the word Psychoanalyse psychoanaly psychoanalyze different runners, ultra runners, different athletes, and you know what makes them tick and what their backgrounds are. It's uh, it's, it's hugely interesting, but uh, no, it was, yeah. it was great to speak to Luke. So um, well, I suppose from from one hero to many Scottish heroes, we. We as we said before, we have the Tokyo Olympics that have now started. So, Tommy, you, you may as well tee this one up because uh, you've you've been doing a little bit of uh, you know work in the background of of getting this up. So this is the the TRS Tokyo Olympic Predictor.
1: Yes. So what we what kind of we're going to talk about the Olympics tonight, a bit of, a bit of previewing it, and then we'll maybe split it in half and do half the events tonight, and then half next week because next week we'll carry into the the athletics week starting next week. But really what we're going to do is we're going to put up a a little competition form. So any listener wants to go on the 12 Scottish athletes who are competing, which actually there are, some of them are doubling. So you end end up with um, 15 events and go on and predict how you think they're going to get on. So you're going to get a few options. You're going to get, because some of them are in heats. You're going to get the option of, do you think they, they uh, they'll only make the heats? Do you think they'll get to the final and then do you think they'll medal? And if you're a medal, you can choose what colour the medal is. So if you think that Eilish McGolgan is going to finish fourth in the 5,000, then you choose final. If you think she's going to, uh, and you can, there'll be a note, you can put position number in there. If you think she's going to win it, put gold in there. So we're really keen to just, just to try, really try to encourage everyone to get really into it. We've got the 12, the Scottish hero, the dozen of them competing. Um, and... Uh, we'll go through the dates, but in terms of when they are, and this is finals, mind, this is not necessarily the heat. So some of the heats, for example, Eilish, Eilish's heat, I think on the 5,000 is on the 30th. But starting with Eilish, she's first up, first final. Uh, I'll maybe go through the first the first half, and then Cal, you go through the second half. So Eilish, McCallaghan, of course, in the women's 5,000. Final, all going well, 2nd of August, which is a week today, the Monday. Yeah. Beth Dobbin goes in the 200, final hopefully on the 3rd of August. Jamie Ricky, 800 women, 3rd of August as well. Andy Butcher, men's 5,000 final, 6th of August. Beth Dobbin then goes again in the 4x1 on the 6th of August. Laura Muir also goes, hopefully, in the 1,500 metre final on the 6th of August. And then uh, Nicole Jurgen, who we'll talk about a little bit, goes in the 400 on the 6th of August.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Grant. Grand. So is that yeah? I, I was looking at Nicole's there. She's she's also doing the the relay as well. And we've got Zoe Clark as well who's doing the relay. So that's uh, that's that's amazing. So what so what are we doing? Are we are we going to predict her? Uh, we
3: so
1: you know, well, just, let's let's put it out. Uh, let's predict. Uh, let's predict next week. We'll put. I'll put the thing live tonight. We'll get the or when yeah. the, the episode goes out, the, the listeners can do their predictions, and maybe we'll do our predictions next week. But. Um, what we maybe can do to help the listeners is talk. We can maybe go through the first half of them in terms of the, uh, some of the events. Now, if I start with the Women's 5000, just to give our listeners a bit of context on uh, on where, are, where these the Scots sit, if you take, um, let's take Women's 5000. So, Eilish with her, uh, let me get this. 1428? Yeah, so her British yeah. record this year, uh, which puts her right in there at uh, 1428. She is the uh, going into the race, hopefully the final on uh, on the second. Eilish is sitting in terms of rankings where she's seventh in the world this year. So having run uh, fourteen twenty eight, the world lead is Gudaf tsege in fourteen thirteen, got Taye in fourteen fourteen, and uh, at three is fourteen fifteen is Teferi, another Ethiopian. Now I don't I couldn't find the start list, so I'm getting on my time so. There's, there are four Ethiopians in the top five, so they won't all be there. Helen and of course, uh, in at four, 1426. Uh, Wartu is the fourth Ethiopian at four, uh, 1426 as well. Uh, Kenboy, uh, Margaret Kealimo, Kenboy, 1428. Elish 1428 as well. I'll go to 10. Beatrice Chabet, 1434. And then Sifan Hassan, 1435. So really, I think elish is in the that, that 5,000 she ran a few weeks ago. puts her in the sort of form that Anything can happen and you don't know how the race will unfold tactically, how the heat will affect, how the heat will come into play. But, you know, I, I think uh, Elish has got a strong medal shot. Really, I mean, oh, I, really, absolutely. really do.
0: I mean, you know, your, your top three, sorry, your top three um, are all from, from Ethiopia. So I
1: take it they're all in it, are they? Are they on the, the race? Well, that's, that's what I was struggling to find earlier. I ran out of time. I was looking at one to find yeah. to see the, the Ethiopian Olympic squad. Um, yeah. I actually was hoping to get a start list per event, but I can't seem to find that yet. Yeah. I actually find, I
0: have found it. So Have um, you? Oh, good. Yeah. So the entries are... So what's your... Let me see. Your five Ethiopia. Let oh, me fill it
1: So by... The, the top three, actually, in that list are all going...
0: Yeah, Literally. they are. Yeah, which is which, which makes it, I've got to say, that's a tough, tough you know, tough. 14, 13, you beat, yeah. 15. That's that's 50. That's you know, it's but then you know, if it's a tactical race, anything can happen. And you know, Nothing. she has certainly got some some pace and some speed. And she's been in the Olympics before. This is her third Olympics now. Um, so I'm um, and, and she has seventh, she's ranked seventh in the world. Um, and there's been quite a lot of races this year, luckily. So yeah, I've got. I think she's in with a medal chance. She's certainly going to reach a final if all things go well. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think my my money is on Eilish to to certainly get. Um, uh, yeah, I, I certainly get a medal in some some shape or form. Um, but yeah, I think that's it's going to be it's going to be tough. But she's yeah. she's, she's she's racing both, isn't she? She's racing the five and the ten. She's racing the
1: ten as well. Yeah.
0: Which um, yeah, I I wonder what one she'll focus on. I wonder if she'll focus on the
1: five k and, and see how that goes, and then you know who
0: knows who. who knows I guess the fo-
1: yeah, I mean the focus, what? I guess, is will be done and yeah. is done by now. But speaking of tough, uh, tough, you know, if we then move on to Beth Dobbin, who goes in the two hundred. So Beth's um, best this year is twenty two seventy eight. That puts her at forty six in the world this year. You know, and, and the, I think it would be, a, it would be a, an incredible result if Beth was, was able to make the final, I think. You know, you look at even just within Brits, you've got you know, Dean Asher-Smith, the golden girl of, of Team GB, captain of the squad at Athletics goes in the 200 as well. So really, uh, really difficult. And on the American side, you know, the likes of Alison Felix is going again. Uh, you've got, of course, the Jamaican Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price, who's run twenty one seventy nine this season. Well, that's not even talking about PBs, you know. So I think it's really a big ask for Beth. A final would be amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And she's certainly capable of getting a final. It'll, it'll depend on who she's up against and, you know, how well she copes in the, you know, in, on the day as well. So, yeah, absolutely. So the next one up we have is Gemma Riki. Now, I've got Ooh, to say. Doggy.
1: <laughs> I mean about
0: the result. <laughs> she's got to. She's got to. You know, she'll make. She should make the final. Absolutely no problem. Um, but at the moment, you know, our our 800 meters is is stacked, isn't it? You know, the middle oh, distance woman is absolutely stacked. So, yeah. What's your thoughts? Then? And what, what
1: are you thinking? Do you think she's going to get? Do you think so? She's again, I think she's in good form. I think what we saw from her in Monaco was really good. I know that she was edged by. Uh, uh, Laura, who I thought ran that tactically really well and closed so well. That's an amazing finish from Laura that day in, in Monaco. But she's sixth, sixth this year in the in the, uh, in the sort of times gem and take from that what you will. 156.96 she ran. Uh, in front of her is Laura, who's not running the, the 800. So you could you argue she's at five. Seven in the rankings, Kate Grace is not going. I think, you know, Keely Hodgkinson, Britt, who's run 157.5 uh, this year, is, a, is it also lined up for a good run, um, and then after that, above, but above, you're looking at. I mean, there are one, two, three, four, four, four women have run one fifty six this season. So you've got she. Again, it, it depends how the, how it goes out, but she's going to. She's got a shot. It uh, really has a shot yeah, at a medal, does, and yeah. uh, and and you know, from what we can see from the, the Andy Young group, that they they go into race. And they they you know they race to to compete. So I think uh, my money will be on a medal for uh, Gemma. I think
0: you've I've also got to look at the you know the rankings of this year as well. I mean you've got um, the the quickest it's the quickest eight hundred meter runner this year has been one fifty six. Now I know obviously you know people come into their own. Their own game when it comes to the Olympics and things like that. But she's got definitely got a chance of getting a medal. There's there's little in it. But then you could argue the people who've maybe got a, a you know a second less might think that they've got a chance. It all depends on, on how the race is run. But um, you know, with heats and then final semis and then finals and things. But yeah, I, I think Gemma's certainly got a chance. Um so yeah, that's the 800 meters.
1: I, I mean, it's just it's just fascinating, and I mean, you know, from one one sort of race, we talk about how tactical it could be. Uh, the next on the list in terms of um, Do you see events is Bucci, and and talk about the the five thousand Bucci, who was, was he, Am I right saying he was sixth? Uh, um, Rio, maybe I'm making that up. It was he was well placed at Rio. I can't remember where it was, but I remember he was incredibly well placed. He was, I think he was sixth. Yeah, I think he did six. that. Couple of famously, yeah. remember he took a cut. He went to the front a couple of times with Mo, which was that uh, That's right. fantastic shot. But I mean, Butchie right. is, the, I think the one of. I mean, you've got even just again within the Brit. Let's go to. I mean, you've got the likes of uh, Mark Scott, even in the British team. You know, is is uh is in hell of a form this year. I remember the it's Mark Running. I thought he was injured. No, he's di- Oh disaster. I didn't realize that. I could be wrong. Like,
0: you know, apologies for I'm I'm sure Debbie, I mean Debbie follows him. I'm sure she's it's her fault if it's wrong, but I'm sure he had some sort of injury. I could I could be completely wrong, but apologies if I am.
1: But um uh no, I um, think he I think he's all right. I think he is. Is he running? Maybe he's yeah, fine. It looks like he's running, yeah. It looks like oh, he's okay. running. Yeah.
0: Um I mean, I think the five thousand metre is just gonna be you know, Britson for me. Uh, but then Geb Gebruet, you know, Gebruet, is that how you say it? Pronounce mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I don't know if he's shown right. He, in this last diamond league, he didn't show great form, I don't think. Or was that guy? I don't think guy ran hugely well. Um yeah, Chepped Guy wasn't, you know. I mean he's is, uh
1: Is Ingrid Briston running?
0: I think so. That. Well. I mean there, so there I
1: would have thought he is. So that not I, I think he'll be sure. doubling up, right? Five and fifteen.
0: I I think Ingebritz is going to get a medal, and you know I think I think will get getting the final. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think he's going to get a medal, but you know that's you know he's.
1: I tend to. Who knows you never
0: know what will happen in a race. So just, obviously, you know in the trials he he, he got second there, and um, so yeah, um, but who knows? You know he's been he trains with Mo Farah, he's been putting in the work, so
1: we'll see what happens there. Indeed. Um, next on the list, so Beth Dobbin goes in the four by 100 on the 6th of August. We'll maybe come back to that, but then Kyle, the, the one of the big, big medal hopes and the pressure on this girl's shoulders, I think, is massive. Is Laura Muir going in the fifteen? Gosh, you know, she's got
0: to be the favorite for a medal. Um, I, I can't she win it?
1: That's the that's that's the question. Can think, she win it? I, and I, I can't believe I'm even saying that.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to say, you know, it's not a case of what medal you get but it kind of is isn't it I mean she's she's one of the top she's she's in a class of her own in a way um, but there's still there's still some phenomenal 1500 metre runners you know and, and she's not she's not she's not not even in the top three in terms of times this year uh, you know Faith kip uh is 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 I'm, I'm not I, in fact I think I'm I'm looking at the wrong bit here sorry um the world rankings so yeah so
3: Sifan hassan, hassan, is, hassan, hassan
1: yeah. is running i think yeah. which is a which is tough i think that's uh but she's doubling she's going to 15 as well so sorry she's going to five as well so that is uh and she's in for the 10 i i don't know the article meeting is a about the day i think she might i heard a room i heard a chat sometimes she might have been going down to two yeah. events rather than three so, but so fit.
0: Fifth, Capyagons ran a one a three fifty one this year, which is mm-hmm. that was you know it was almost a world record in Monaco. That was
1: the same uh, night that uh, that was the same night that Laura that. and Gemma won the eight hundred. Yeah, yeah
0: and that's right. Hassan was she she came second in in the same day three fifty three, and then Segai is ran three fifty four. So Laura's a, a three fifty five this year, Um so she's you know fourth ranked. Uh, so but yeah obviously gonna be right up there it's just a case of how you know how do Cago and Hassan run
1: obviously. and how and how the race unfolds I think the thing about uh Laura we saw that in 800 in Monaco that she can close she yeah. can close so well that if she if the race if it doesn't become a pure time trial in the first two laps you would you would really hope that Laura would have the the burners in that last lap to stay with the best and or maybe do something. But uh, I really, oh, I—that that is, if I had to put all my positive energy into one athlete, it would be Laura Muir in the 15. It really would be. Yeah. It's
0: it's going to be a really tough, I, I, you know, personally, I think she should have doubled up there. I, I think she could have, I just don't yeah. know. How do the dates look? The 1500 is stacked.
1: Three days apart. You know, yeah. I
0: think she's probably had more chance of, I, you know, if Kip Egon's running, 3.51, that she's ran. Who knows what form she'll be in when it comes to the race, but as you say, you know, when it comes to heats and semis and finals, you know, it, it can all change. Times can become fairly irrelevant, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting.
1: It really, uh, it really is. And I guess maybe the last one we can just touch on this week and we'll leave the next half. So this basically takes you to the first Friday of Athletics Week, which is next week is Nicole Jurgen Now, for those of you who've never really heard of Nicole Jurgen, and uh, I I count myself amongst you, I was really, I'd never really come across her until we saw her appear in the... uh, um, Rankings. The the, the rankings and the the Olympic squad, is that she's actually US-based. She is from, uh, she qualifies for Great Britain through uh, through family, and her mum is from Dunfermline. That's why she's counting the sort of the... The dynamic dozen or whatever I don't know what they're going to call them yet but um there she is so she that's where she comes from um and she yeah she's uh she's raised in the US from Maryland um uh went to school in California at University of Southern California USC and um you know yeah ran 5096 at the NCAAs um which puts her third on the all-time Scottish list and um and, and yeah she has gone gone in and and got herself uh, an Olympic qualifying spot for Scotland. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, we all we care is that uh, she's got Scottish blood in her, and she's she's uh, pulled on in this case a British vest. So I'm really excited to see how she goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's you know in terms of her ranking, she's um, 35th in the in in the world this year. But you know, there's a lot of uh, 50.96 is a f- hugely you know that's a that's a swift time. Um and you know that was quite recently she ran that so I, I fully expect her to be you know still grafting away and and you know churning on churning those those track miles in and uh, who knows what she can do in the next uh, couple of weeks eh on the sixth of August so Absolutely. yeah I, I've got I, I think she'll get a, I think she'll get in at least the semis um hopefully the final but we'll we'll see what happens.
1: So listeners, as a recap, so you'll see tonight, we'll we'll put up a wee, we'll try and do something visual for you to see it. But basically, you're looking at first final, Ogremwell, Ailish on the 2nd of August, uh, which is the Monday night in the 5,000. And then you've got someone on right through the week. Uh, There's nothing on the 4th or 5th, so maybe that's the near night to to go up your long run. But otherwise, uh, the 6th and 7th and 8th particularly, you've got the Laura Muir on on the 6th. The marathons on the seventh with Steph and uh, and the two Stephs, In fact, we'll talk about next uh, next week. Uh, Jake in the fifteen hundred as well. As Josh Kerr in the fifteen hundred. Calum in the marathon on the eighth. So so much to look forward to as a Scottish athletics fan. So um, yeah, stay tuned. Next week we'll cover the next half. But uh, yeah, super exciting.
0: Well, brilliant, brilliant. Well, that, that's great, great news, great news, and and I'm looking forward to. Putting in my tuppence and uh, yeah, getting hopefully winning a pair of tartan running shorts. So indeed, see what happens. Indeed, but talking exactly. about talking about winning, let's go back closer to home now. There's only a couple of results we kind of want to chat about, but one of them is the the campus 5k that we teed up last week. We didn't have the start list to hand, but what we have to hand just now are the results. So, um, Tommy, do you want to to take it away?
1: Yes, I can. So, f- big kudos to again Ross uh, Cairns, who's uh, just done a great job of this race. You know, I was really sad not to not to make it this year. And I know Kyle, you've been eyeing up to get up there for a while, but he does it really well. It's it's basic 5k on the road. It's laps of the university campus. Two races. We'll talk about the 17, the sub 1730, which is the which is race two or the a race if you like. And it was a win. It was actually it was a win for the yellow train on both male and female. But I'll go for the the. The, uh, I'll start with a female actually. So it was Morag Miller, uh, TRS uh, interviewee, TRS friend of the show, winning in 1555. Morag backing up that impressive time she ran on the track um, a couple of weeks ago. So, really, just another great comeback continuation from Morag um, having uh, given birth last year. So, yeah, quite a, quite a clear win actually. Uh, and the only other woman in the field who she beat was Zoe Bates, Aberdeen AC, who ran a, a really strong 1721. Wow, it's great times!
0: Now, yeah, I mean the, the the women. Sorry, not the women. The the male side is uh, fourteen oh two by your man, our former interview of the show, Central Athletics Club, Jamie Crow in fourteen oh two. That that's a swift time, that isn't it? Holy moly! Um, and then you know, not f- far behind him was Kenny Wilson, sporting a PB of fourteen twenty, muddy Roadrunners, 218 earlier this season in the marathon, and uh, must have been a must have been a sore one for for Kenny and Hamish there. We, you know, equal at 1420 mm. uh, respectively. So that must have been yeah, great great time by Hamish as well uh, from you know Central AC, but is he's actually a uh, um, yeah he, he's he's from up north. So uh, and Jason Kelly got the fourth. So great run by him. You know, he's in amongst his 100K training 1514. Uh, closely behind you and Davidson and Murray Roadrunner. So there's there's some you know it's interesting because you look at the results and you go right. I haven't seen many results, but you you can see you know some people who maybe were hitting it. There was, there must have been mm-hmm. a huge amount of personal best in that race, which is fantastic to see. Um, you know, and and you know, a, a couple of shout outs for. Is, is Matthew Daly. You know, I, I used to kind of guide him with his training. He's just done a 16 flat there. So he's a phenomenal wow. uh, progression by Matthew. And, and uh, an old friend, uh, you know, that, uh, who, who I used to you know run when I was a junior is Colin McRae, who ran a 17 flat. I didn't even know he was running anymore. So, wow, great run by you, Colin! And he, he actually uh, just discovered the podcast and sent me a message <laughs> saying he, he's loving the top banter, lads. So, uh, you, 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 you <laughs> know, fast, any, any, yeah. any compliments to boost Kyle and to, Tommy's egos, uh, you know, set fire them our way, exactly. Yeah. It, it certainly cheers up our day, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah. Great, great results there, and uh, if you do want to see them, we will. Uh, yeah, just I mean, you know, put them in our show notes. But they're
1: actually on our know, Twitter. If you, yourself, check, if you check, if you check our Twitter, they were on our Twitter last week, so that's that's a uh, that is uh, as good a place as any to get them. But yeah, well, well done again, Ross Cairns. Great to see. Uh,
0: yeah, well done, this is still Ross. happening. That's good. good job, good job. And then the, the next one we wanted to chat about was you know folk, you know, uh, kind of our our age group is the masters. Um, the
1: Masters 5,000-meter champs. Uh, so there's let's been... Work, but jumps in five... And, and Yeah, let's talk... Should we just focus on the 5,000? Maybe not the jumps. Not.
0: <laughs> like we say, it's tartan running shots, it's tartan jumping shots. So, exactly. Um, the 5,000-meter women. Let's start with the women there. Um, so your your first place woman was Nink... Is it Nink Mulholland? Uh, Inver Clyde, 1749 for the win. Uh, in and we we then have Karen McKenzie Tate 1802, third place. That can't even be right.
1: <laughs> I've just seen that <laughs> Kenny O'Neill's near, he's he's surely well. That, we you, actually, to be yeah. fair, it does say category M4. I say, was gonna say, you right. never know which it way did, people
0: identify this but... 5000 meter women belt. You know, maybe I should read the, well, the, the title yeah. slightly different anyway. The Fiona Matheson, uh, who we have chatted about this is probably when she ran that world record or British record. I can't remember now. It's my baby brain. Uh, so yeah, 1838 for Fiona, W60, great result from Fiona. And we have lined her up uh, to chat about her results and her history and, and her being, you know, smashing all these records uh, um, You know, as, as, a, as a master 60. So great run from Fiona. And uh, yeah. What about the men? Do you have the men males result
1: there? I do indeed. So on the men's side, uh, so I've got the sub sixteen minute group, which I believe is the uh, is the is the main the fastest the the fastest sheet, and that was one a win for Callum Tharm of Galaharis in fourteen uh, forty nine, which is a PB, and that's that's a, that's really impressive. I do love that the, the, the Galaharis abbreviation is Gaha. So uh, well, the Gaha. aha yeah.
0: Like so this is um this is a masters five thousand meter chance, but it's also an open it's an open event as well. Ah,
1: sorry, I beg your pardon. Ah, sorry that Kyle's these, right, that's my bad. He these, is not Masters. Big Callum sorry. Farm
0: and Lewis Rogers, they're certainly not they're certainly whippersnappers snappers because they've they've not got an M yeah, a, a,
1: sorry. That is a very good uh that's a very good point from Kyle. Sorry, I was totally oblivious to that. So actually, yeah, I beg your pardon. The, it's a result anyway. So well done for Callum, who ran a, a PB. Well done to Lewis Rogers from Fife, who also ran a, a PB in 14:53. But major well done to Peter Avin of uh, Shettleston who won the championships M35 in 15:11. Also a PB. Uh, second place. God, we've got an under 20 in there. That's quite a. Well, Andrew Thompson, <laughs> you're under 20. Find the junior championships. <laughs> this is a masters tournament. I mean. Goodness gracious! Right, um, they're really clocking, the clocking up their results feed here. So I think also feed. open track sort your results out. I mean, it's, it's the Masters five thousand. Show the Masters five thousand. Right, <laughs> second place with Gordon Robertson of Campus Lang fifteen fifty three PB. Gordon is M forty, and the third master was Stuart Johnson, uh, from Edinburgh C in 1604-39. TRS is where your age gets exposed, to chaps and I know, yeah. as well, so there's no hiding. And also, yeah. just a shout-out to uh, first M50 was Kerry Liam Wilson in 1616, which I believe is a... Uh, is that some kind of record? Is it a master's record, is it? A master's record, yeah. I'm pretty sure I read that over The weekend. I think over.
0: also uh, one of our previous interviewees, uh, Alistair Walker. Um, yes, I don't know what he broke. I kinda mind. Sorry, I, you know, we, we haven't done our research, but uh he, he certainly broke the British record. He might have well broke the the world record uh for his age group. I could I could be wrong, I could be right. I don't know. But he ran a seventeen oh three and he's what sixty-five, is he? Sixty something like that. So yeah, phenomenal result by British
1: record, that's right. British record British for M sixty five. There you go. Uh, uh, M65. Is that what it is? A, that's incredible to go alongside uh, Fiona Matheson's record, W60 British Master record she ran in 1837. So amazing! The Scottish, uh, I mean this without any disrespect. I've got nothing but respect for these athletes. But the Scottish oldies are are uh, are, are are fast oldies. That's for sure.
0: That's that's crazy, isn't it? Like it's uh, I mean that's double R, slightly slightly double our age. I, 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 just want, I just hope i'm running at, at you know that age um, and yeah. you know, sometimes i, I feel I'm not sure i
1: sure i'd run 1703
0: right now <laughs> sometimes i feel like oh god it's just hard doing a nine minute mile sometimes eh so i know but anyway but i mean you know i'm we, we've kind of not really chatted about our training but what is it a chat about you know well, we're running that's 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 that you know that's we're getting the I mean, miles in there or, or I, I certainly am but what about you you know we we last week you told us about same same old same old as it. Ah,
1: uh, so yeah, I'm running twice a week. i uh, sorry, I'm running every second day at the moment, ten k a day. Uh, knee's not great, but uh, working on the exercises, so we'll see. Uh, I'm getting out on the bike enough. But you're you're uh you're now how many weeks away are you from the 100k champs?
0: I think I'm less than four weeks now, Tommy. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've uh, I'm I'm you know I've. I've been I got a hundred mile weekend last week so I was quite happy with that. Nice. Uh, it's one of the first ones in many, you know, probably pre-UTMB. Um but yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm quite happy. You know I, I went out at the weekend and, and ran a I actually had quite a good couple of runs which I was quite happy about. I did uh, sort of a sort of 5k um, 5k rep four times 5k you know that kind of five just 5.35-ish pace, and it felt really good around the track. And I just felt really relaxed. I just felt it's – the last couple of weeks, I've started to get far more relaxed running at the paces and the effort levels coming down slightly at the given pace. Um, And then, you know, on Saturday, Sunday, I did a back-to-back of the 24 at sort of target-ish 100K pace, um, and that was 24 miles um, and then on the Sunday I ran 22 miles I think yeah 22 miles on the Sunday at the same at the same kind of target pace as well so it was around about the sort of between 635 and 640 per mile pace which which I was really you know I I was a little bit you know when you, you come out of uh, you do a big run like 24 miles and there's nothing worse than there's the thought of going out again to do a big run can be can be quite daunting but you know when I started off the first sort of mile seven and a half minute ish miles and it felt you know I was like, oh god what's it going to feel like and I actually thought oh I feel okay I feel okay it's uh let's no, it's just nice. let's just start rolling a little bit more and and boom you know I, I started I started feeling quite strong again and you know it was quite warm again a really warm day but I'm coping really well in the heat which is promising for you know the the event in on the 21st of august and british 100k champs uh the anglo celtic plate which is going to be an island and Mondello racetrack which uh, is going to be quite cool you know running around a racetrack tommy you know it's that like the, the, cool. the ineos project
3: I'll yes. be getting
0: a, i'm hoping these people are running my pace and i'll have a little triangle you know Ahead, ahead in that's what is
1: that not what Rico and Jason have been called up for? I thought that I that's assumed that was their the that, that was James. the reason they've been picked up just to form a little exactly. triangle for Kibeb. E- exactly, exactly. It's not
0: not nothing to do with their well-deserved success in the ultras. Uh, it's just to pace old man Rob Turner and old man Big Time <laughs> Kyle. Exactly. Ben, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so well, uh, yeah,
0: looking forward to that.
1: So, I'm looking well. So we've got. I mean, between once we get the, through the Olympics, then it's all all eyes on you. So I'm looking forward to a couple weeks' time. We'll we'll give a full dive into the, the ACP hundred and maybe get maybe even let's see see if some of the lads fancy coming on and get a bit of a pre ah oh, a height loving yeah.
0: Their training has been going really well. I've been looking at the teams training and uh, you know Jason Jason's been you know churning out the miles and as as we mentioned great five k and Rico's mm-hmm. ran Very good 5K. At, some quick stuff and getting in the the big runs at that sort of pace so it's going to be exciting you know i'm looking forward to 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 you know gearing up with him and and showing the english how to run a 100k so see how that goes um so yeah i mean other than that the only thing i'm going to ask is uh what's who's going to be the the trs runner of the week tommy Damn you. Damn you,
1: Greg. I was going to ask the same thing (laughs) because it's a tough one this week.
0: I would see you bouncing away again there. Waiting to to pounce. TRS run of the week.
1: I'm bouncing away because I've I've sunk that beer. That's why I'm bouncing away. Uh, TRS run of the week. I'm going to say... That is a tough one. Do you know what? I'm going to say TRS run of the week. For me,
0: is Alistair Walker. Oh, that's what I was thinking that. I was thinking that too. Um, I think I'm going to go for Alistair Walker. So I, I'm sure Alistair listens. I hope he still listens. I hope he still bloody, bloody was listening to me. <laughs> uh, you know, he gets a mention now and again. So anyone who gets a mention should bloody listen, even regardless exactly. of a world champion or what. But It's a commitment.
1: Exactly. I think I was talking between him and Fiona, but Fiona did get run, run of the week when she broke a... Previous records, so fair is fair and all that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's, well done, let's see
0: out a wee bit. So yeah, well done, Alistair. Yeah, you know, who cares about British records? Yeah, the TRS run of the week. We do need Nobody to write up a Hall of Fame that. somewhere.
1: We need we to have should. that. We'll we listen back through them. and no, no we won't. List the them listeners
0: out. can and they can li- they can list all we- We've That's, got enough to do as it is. Listeners, if you want to get involved in the TRS, exactly. aspect, we're offering a TRS,
1: inter, TRS internship <laughs> at the moment. If you're exactly. a student or you're on yeah. furlough still and you've got a yeah. couple of months free, get in touch yeah, with us. It's an unpaid internship. Yeah, you'll
0: get a pair of running shorts, Starting running yes, shorts, exactly.
1: so which are coming. We uh yeah. our, Kyle was yeah. on to Ron Hill today, they are under manufactured so they are. We do apologise. Fast stamps
0: will be delivered directly to your door. If not, I'll be running around. Even Luke Ivory might even run to your door.
1: Oh, there we go. That's a record. How quick! uh... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. He's got to get to Paris as well. Oh,
0: oh, he'll do it in five days. No issues.
1: Five days. (laughs) You know, I actually looked at. I was looking at cycling back to Aberdeen just for a bit of banter, but I was like, the problem is. It, I think I could do it in like, in you know, six or seven days. It's not such it's a not such. You a have big, to wear a face mask. Well, the biggest stress is it's just like uh, the idea of you get uh, very quickly, you're out of France. And I really enjoy cycling these like, these, uh, these little yeah. French villages and all that. And then suddenly you're driving up through the southeast of England, riding up oh. to the southeast of England. It's not really the same romantic uh, no. cycling. So maybe at, I'll love- knock that yeah. on the head and just ride to Nice instead. <laughs> yeah, do
0: that. That sounds probably nicer yeah. than going up north. That's for sure. Well, folks, thank you for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, we hope you enjoyed it. I thoroughly did. You know, I always enjoy the yep. chatting to Tommy Boy and giving you guys some, some TRS loving. So, yeah, thanks again. And we will catch up with you next week. Here is, uh, now, I don't know the relationship between Luke and, and Ali McIver. But, uncle. You know, Luke, it, it could be his uncle. So here is Luke's uncle, Ali McIver. How appropriate.